three. Yes, sir. Two. Yes, sir. One. And Boom. go. Are you both? All right. I'll tell you. What up, ladies and gentlemen? I am your host, Kevin Pillow. I'm doing this totally white. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I'm Kevin Pillow, the voice of reason at Voice of Reason 23 on all social media platforms. The man over there, if, if he's over there, he could be over there. Yeah. Uh, he is Jer Kumbakungan, the Dark King. Also, I not Jared Comics forty two on so on Instagram, um, with flash sales coming soon. <laughs> Are you okay? I did hear. Yeah. Yes, sir. Segue real quick. Mm-hmm. Did hear that at least one member of your family got their CGCs. Did you get any of yours in the last shipment from Comic? I did. I did. I hopefully I'll try to show them out this right. episode. Are we if going to it. see any on sale anytime soon? Probably. All I right. Might, there you go. Yeah, also, not JR Comics forty two. If you, I'm sure he'll post some some links there. If yeah. not, search him out on what? Do you have like an eBay handle or something? Or do you post on? Yeah, eBay. I forget. You know, I I have. Uh, eBay. He'll post. Yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll like, post on my my uh, my comic main. So he's like at Suns Out Guns Out forty two <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> oh, I'm the one with the guns out. Huh? I, I got. I came from the gym. I just didn't feel like soiling another uh, another shirt. <laughs> no. Um, catch up time a little bit we mentioned a little bit on the 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 uh bonus episode mm-hmm. we did not one not two not three but four what if episodes in one and a half hours it was impressive even yep. for our standards uh the jr <laughs> has been under the weather a combination of things he took went on vacation for about a week went to rose city yep. comic-con um which we will see at the tail end of this episode we'll see a flex pool um that's right you saw my whiteness there um for those who listen to the audio format, I'm wearing no sleeves. I came from the gym, and so mm-hmm. it's, I'm not being like freaking racist or anything right now on myself. <laughs> I'm just got really white farmer tan arms, and I just hey, didn't feel like changing shirts after the gym. And I wanted to be like Jr. Hey. Except my arms are about half the size of his. <laughs> um, but Jr. went on vacation, went to Rose City Comic Con, flexible mm-hmm. coming at the end of the show. I've got mm-hmm. some. Uh, I had some comics, but they're upstairs. Forget it. I got mm-hmm. some fun codes to show off. Um, and you have been dealing with some uh, some under the weatherness. <sighs> Don't need to get any details. Yeah. Check out the bonus yeah. episode. Jr. talks about uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he's doing good. I'm doing better. Yeah. Back at the gym, mm-hmm. busting mm-hmm. iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are here back, folks. I have, by the way, since the last time we talked, we uh, I rejoined a gym. Um, hey, having fun doing did. doing that. And uh, actually, someone today tell me, he's like, hey, you losing a little bit of weight? Yeah, good to know. Nice, I'll, I'll have nice. to check. I haven't weighed in yet today, so I'll see what's going on. Nice. Um, real quick, want to get some business out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this show, obviously co-hosted by you, uh, yours truly and uh, J.R. Kamakungan. Really, J.R. was the, uh, I mean, this guy was the, 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 the pusher for it, if, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, he got this thing... Uh, lit but um but those who see who wait to the end of the episode especially on the video version you see copyright krp broadcasting that's my company that co-produces it uh mm-hmm. but i co-produce quite a bit of other content and uh we are working a we are working on doing a what? live show <laughs> we are Deserve. working on doing a, a live show um i do have some software to do it now it's probably news for jr um oh. but no uh we so you've seen some of the stuff we've done some unboxings and whatnot 
Um, I've done some live videos on YouTube and Facebook. Um, friend of mine, give him a shout out. His name is Sean Webb. He is a, uh, a, a member of the of a school district out here where um, where I live here in uh, in California. For those of you who are watching, back in the motherland. Uh, uh, by the way, Jr. Our numbers continue to grow in the Philippines. We are killing it right now. In the, salamat, in the salamat, my people. So thank you so much for everyone who listens uh, around the globe, not necessarily specifically here in the United States, but all yep. over the place. Love seeing those flags pop up on the, uh, on the uh, analytics um, webpage. Yeah. Anyways, so shout out to Sean Webb, him and I, um, well, mostly him. He produces a, uh, a show that I do on Friday nights called the Desert Sand Educational Foundation Halftime Show, which is a mm-hmm. halftime show for high school football, soon to be other sports in the near future. Um, but he is uh, allowing me to use some software that might allow us to do some live content. Let's go. And uh, of course, unofficially, Sean will have a, uh, uh, I guess, an executive producer role in, <laughs> in, in PS Comics. I love you just because he's letting us borrow the, <laughs> the software. Uh, but yeah, guys, check it out too. If you're a big sports fan, specifically if you like sport high school sports, check it out. Yeah. It's the Desert Sands Educational Foundation halftime show on Friday nights, usually between 8 and 8 30. On mm-hmm. our sister channel, Prep Sports Net. Um, yeah. So check it out, uh, Prep Sports underscore Net on Twitter and uh, whatnot. So check it out. I, and, um, I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, for those who've been listening in, who've been listening to us for a while now, even though we are full on comic book nerds, we're actually pretty big sports fans ourselves. We're big I sports must fans. Say. Heck yeah, man. JR is a, a front runner. He roots for the Lakers. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, Lakers doesn't, doesn't know any better. Lakers, Dodgers, uh, football team is going to be Niners. I've, I've a rep Niners since I was like 10 and I've been with them up and down. Uh, but then as of right now, I'm going to be, I'm a huge fan of, of Shohei Otani. I mean, who isn't a big fan of Shohei Otani? I mean, Stephen A. Smith isn't a big fan of Shohei Otani, but then that's a different subject. I can all Stephen A. Smith on. is a tool. He's been a tool his <laughs> He's entire a life. Fucking He's asshole. a Philadelphia honk. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go down this rabbit hole for a second. Jay and I have talked about this in previous episodes. Stephen A. Smith is a is a total honk. He's a he's a jerk. Um, he doesn't he pretends to like other sports, but re- really and truly, he's a closet Philadelphia fan that can't appreciate anything else outside of the uh, city of brotherly love. I um, mean, yeah, when you when you get here, my biggest con, my biggest uh, point of content with him is, is his comments of show on show. Oh yeah, it was it was uncalled. I'll show you, Tony. It was it was incredibly like oh man you can't be the fucking face of baseball if you if you don't speak english like do you not you, do you not understand not? how fucking racist that sound like homie you, you don't understand how like bro the mvp for the nba is is a is a greek player yeah he's black it's, yes but the, like it's like just 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 think of it just think of it this way if someone said hey some uh, even though Giannis can speak a little bit of english he needs to speak better english like that's that would sound hella fucking suspect and so just just you know, baseball. He knows. Yeah, he, of course he name? fucking knows. But what's the guy from NBA? Uh, you're just Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, him. You don't think he knows that to be more marketable? Yeah, he needs to learn English, and you yeah. don't think he is. Look at a lot of these guys. You look at like I bet you LeBron probably knows. And I'm not a. Don't get me wrong. I am not a LeBron fan by any stretch of the imagination. But I bet you LeBron knows knows enough uh, uh, of of foreign languages mm. to get him by 
I'm in a marketing sure. yeah. standpoint. Yeah. One of my, uh, and I just got, just had his name, Pal Casal. Pal Casal yeah. knows like three or four languages. Obviously, he's originally he's Spanish, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Spanish. He knows English quite well. He, absolutely. Um, and I, I think he knows Portuguese because obviously yeah. right there, I believe he's knows French. Yeah, I think so. The the person that I, I, I probably I'm pretty sure there's more people, but more people specifically uh, I think uh, Luca is probably one of the best. But like for me, my, my personal favorite, my personal favorite um, NBA player of all time is gonna be Kobe Bryant, and he learned like and he I think he, knew, he had like he, he five he has like five or six languages before. Yeah, he so he knew. Story. I know he knew Chinese and he knew Japanese. He was he was learning Mandarin. He, he yeah, that's right. Italian, he was learning Mandarin. Yeah. Italian English. Uh, he spoke in. Um, well, he's from Italy too. Right? What do you? Yeah. Yeah, he he uh, he uh, he. Of course, was he grew up in Italy. Yeah. Uh, so it was English, Italian, uh, Spanish. Uh, he also learned uh, Croatian. No, no, I forgot. No, it was a, it was a, it was it's so always a type of Slavic, um, a, yeah. a Slavic language. And like he was learning Mandarin, and he was learning another language as well. So like, yo, it, like, lot, like I said, a lot of these guys, yeah. uh, they know. Uh, and I'll use for example too. You know, people go, he's not a real athlete. John Cena, when he worked with the WWE, yeah, he learned one of the languages. He is pretty damn fluent in Mandarin, and it's an impossible language. It's almost as, yeah. as possible as learning Latin, which is a dead language. But mm. um, I know we've chased a rabbit here. We'll talk about Steve A. Smith, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, anyways, um, it's it's no just you, like Steve A. Smith. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but then go to go back to our point. Uh, we are huge, you know, we are, we are huge sports, sports fans, man. So like, we yeah, we are really big sports fans. I would love to get into like, uh, basketball, uh, sports podcast, which talk about basketball because that, because basketball is coming up again, uh, just currently. And even though I'm a diehard Laker fan, there's, there's talent throughout the whole freaking league right now. It's, it is one of the most, like after, after, um, after the 95 draft, no, 96 draft, no, after the 2003 draft, 2002 draft, where we've seen one of these, the craziest, you know, the craziest drafts of all time. This current draft of the, of the 2013, 2012 to 2017 draft class, man, has been like, they're going to take over. Booker, uh, Booker, um, Luca, Trey, uh, Jason Tatum, freaking even D'Angelo Russell who's coming up and people are going to hate on D'Angelo Russell, but then, you know, he's, he's sneaky right now. Brandy Ingram. And of course, um, uh, I forgot, I forgot his name. It was tip my tongue. I just thought about him, but yeah, but like the draft class right now, they're going to take over the league for the next foreseeable future, man. So oh, yeah. it's super exciting. Just basketball right now is super exciting, but on but, to yeah, the main we, thing. It was, is that we have, and like I said, there's a bunch of other podcasts we're working on reinstating, um obviously uh talking tech was a show that i used to do with a buddy of mine talking about possibly bringing that back with uh a friend of mine plus uh possibly bringing back obviously prep sports net live which would be a weekly high school sports talk show and of course a sports show yeah that's exactly what it's called a sports show uh with a couple of other one of my buddies um so a lot of stuff coming up check it out um you can yes, uh, on facebook go to KRP broadcasting to get more information about that but yeah i just want to give a little side Side promotion mm-hmm. for Prep Sports Net um, and the the Desert Sands Educational Foundation halftime show that we do every Friday. Like Jr. said, moving right along, um, we got plenty of talk to talk about. We got some news and notes about video games to get into, but I do want to throw this in there because we've got so much to talk about on the back end for um, for for trailers. 
I yep. do want to throw a few little bit of uh, news and notes out there. Um, for those of you who are MCU fans, which we will talk uh-huh. about Hawkeye here in, in, a, in a little bit, uh, I believe next week, a week from Friday, next week, Black Widow finally coming to Disney Plus for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have it. I've had premiere access to it since June. Uh, I've watched it at least a dozen times. Uh, I do enjoy it. Uh, I think that um, it could be maybe fatigue from it, but I think that uh, having watched it more and more, I think that I've, it's a good film. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that more would have been told of Natasha Romanoff, but yeah. I, I get the timeliness and maybe yeah. the marketability of, of a female lead uh, movie wasn't as niche as it was 10 years ago. It is as it is today, but I think I'm hoping that someday uh, Scarlet will be able to uh, reconcile with the house of get mouse her, and the, and the get house her of damn money. Um, what's that? Get her if damn they, money. It, well, if she gets, yeah, gets paid alimony. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's coming out next week. And then we do get an official release date. November 15th is mm-hmm. when we will get Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings official uh, for free on Disney plus. Uh, and it's, I believe, around the same time if not sooner it yep. will get a digital release meaning yep. itunes google play voodoo yada 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 amazon yeah. prime um the dvd or the blu-ray release i think is still going to be closer to christmas black widow is already out i think target's got a steel book for those collectors out there but i am looking forward to uh to getting um i do know this that disney plus doesn't usually do the behind the scenes stuff um, so if you want to get the behind the scenes, deleted, deleted scenes, gag reel, blah, 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 you're going to need to buy what my buddy over here did with the ultra 4k HD, whatever yeah. version yeah. of it. Um, I will be doing that, but I'm going to wait for the price to come down. It was, they still wanted 30 bucks for it. I'm like, I already paid 30 bucks once to Scarlet. Yeah. You're not getting yeah. another 30 out of me. Uh, but real quick, I wanted to ask you this before yeah. this popped in my head, Jared. Yeah. Total nerd thing to do. Okay. We're, we're talking to the right audience uh-huh. do you watch behind the scenes stuff every now and then okay. if i'm if i'm super like if i'm super enthralled into uh whatever it was i was watching i would definitely watch it like um mandalorian i know oh, absolutely um right uh, uh the um it was something gets me super pissed off that i need to like analytically try to like break down last jedi I had to I had to get into it just try to figure out what the fuck happened to that shit, right? And and we we found out what the fuck happened to that shit. Um, other things, I think I was looking at the um the behind the scenes for I forgot which animated film I saw recently. I think it was Raya. I saw. I think I had that one out or, or um what else? What other BTS stuff I, I saw? It was a couple. It was just more so like if if the film super enthralled me, right? really really enthralled me like really drew me in or pissed me off to the point where i gotta figure out what the hell went wrong type of thing now the the big nerd thing mm-hmm. anyone can watch behind the scenes watch a making of watching the gag reels have you ever no. done director's commentary mm. that's that's the ultimate nerd thing i have not okay uh, actually I, I was... actually no, I, I take that back i have seen it one time and it was for i think snatch way back in the day oh okay so it was either snatch or or um another movie i forgot what it's called but go ahead 
No, I was going to say, I thought about it one time. First off, I think one of the first behind the scenes that I ever did was, and of course, in the DVD era is when it um, really kind of came to the forefront, was behind the scenes and and making of documentaries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first time I was interested in doing the behind the scene or doing a, a director's commentary um was the uh star wars prequels um that was mm-hmm. one of my first ones i did i watched the behind the scenes and watched the making of because i really wanted to see how they made those those movies um yeah. but i wanted to do the director's commentary of i think it was either episode one or episode two of a star wars and i remember it wasn't george lucas so it wasn't even like director's commentary it was like the writers it was it was somebody else there was not george lucas director commentary yeah. So I yeah. think I, I aborted after about like 10 minutes of it. And I was like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And then I think just for the, the sheer randomness of it, I thought about doing the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. Okay, okay. With okay. extended edition Peter Jackson director's commentary. I thought about doing that, but I was like, <sighs> Peter Jackson, genius one of the greatest storytellers uh, of our time. I can't listen to him talk for four no. hours over <laughs> a four-hour movie. So no, I just no. thought it was funny. Leave us in the comments below. What was the first movie that you can remember watching behind the scenes or like a documentary yep. on the making of? And have you ever done a director's commentary? What was your favorite? What was your first one? What was your least favorite? Put it in the comments below. We'd love uh-huh. to hear from you. I just thought it would be a kind of a fun question uh, hmm. since we are inching ever so closer to some of these massive movies over the last over the summer getting a digital and or uh dvd release and you're gonna have all this behind the scenes stuff coming out i'm anxious to see the making of shang chi and the legend of the ten rings i think that's gonna be mm-hmm. amazing behind the scenes um just it was so visually stunning and if yep. you haven't seen it shame on you go see it it's a freaking great movie probably mm-hmm. top 10 it's my top 10 mcu movies of all time yeah okay with that said Let's get after it. News and notes. Both Sony and Nintendo had some monthly live streams. That's kind of a new thing. It used to be CES or or E3, E3. yeah, even Comic Con, yeah, um, or a New York Comic Con, yeah, Gamescom. Like, yeah, it or, used yeah, to be Gamescom. these big events. But now yeah. we're seeing with Sony, mm-hmm. or we're starting out with Sony with Nintendo. They do Nintendo Directs. They usually do them about once a quarter. Yep, maybe twice a year. Or individually for, say, a Pokemon or a um, a Mario or or a Animal Crossing, kind of their 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 tentpole uh, games. But Sony has been really because it's funny when Jr. sent me the notes this this morning or last night about mm-hmm. this particular episode, and he goes, "Oh yeah, we have, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about PlayStation." And I was like, "Dude, we just talked about PlayStation. They just did an event like a month ago." And I'm like, "Oh yep. crap, they did another one." Yep. Um. So a, few, a slew of games were announced uh, during the show. Um, let's start with uh, let's start with Switch with Nintendo yeah. really making some splashes uh, over the uh, over the past week. Yeah. Um, most specifically, I think that you're they made the announcements about Metroid Dread, which is yeah. coming out in two uh, a week from Friday. Yep. Um, Castlevania, which was an, one of my all-time favorite movie, uh, all-time yeah. favorite movies, favorite games back in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. Um, that's coming at the end of October. 
Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, the review that, that was a, that, that was a big hit. That was that a was, huge review. Yeah. It, it looked very much like um we they have the um the Super Mario or the um the newer Super Mario, like Super Mario, the more recent iterations of Mario, right? Like that very much 3DS world type of thing where it was very heavy on the platforming. So it, it felt like hey, I remember I remember seeing the original like Kirby 3D or whatever the one they came out years like. I think nearly a decade ago, a decade ago now, and like they look, it looks really good. It looks really freaking clean. I, I'm super excited for Kirby, man. And yeah, just, Kirby. Imagine like it's like Kirby open world. It was very, like you said, yeah. very, yeah, Mario Party Galaxy, you know, very Mario Galaxy, Mar- very Mario, Mario Galaxy. Galaxy, yeah, very yeah. Mario Galaxy. Kind of wants the same engine a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. which I'm I'm interested to see what my son thinks about it. He loves those yeah. Mario games. Which, by the way, yeah. um, is his birthday coming up this week. Happy birthday, yeah. Jake. Um, buddy. huge Mario fan, um, mm. loves everything Mario, yeah. Um, and Pokemon cards. And, um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where I found Pokemon cards this week because I don't want you to steal my source. Um, there was two games that were coming, we're getting released next week. Yeah. I know Mario, I'm oh, sorry, Metroid Dread. Um, I thought there was something else, but um, there was a lot of uh, nostalgia content also release. Uh, JR has noted here in the notes. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic um, yes, is going to be launched on uh, in November. Now, if you saw the game graphics for it, I know a lot of people, because it's being released and being marketed as a new title, hmm. but it's not, and it's not a remake. It is a... Um, it's basically just a port of the classic yes. 2003 like Xbox, PC, PS3 game. Uh, Oh, was PS3 the era? No, no, that was PS2 no, no, no. That would have been PlayStation yeah. 2 at best. Yeah, PlayStation 2, Xbox, regular Xbox era, dude. Well, Knights of the Old Republic was a massive yeah. PC game. I mean, it yeah. had a little bit of a splash on the consoles, but it mm. did better because I remember, and I'm not a huge PC gamer. I yeah. love consoles. Um, I like the controls. I think it used better. This is prior before you could. Oh yeah, Kevin, you can use a controller on a freaking. On a <laughs> now you can. Not, not back then. You could. I'm it was click then. and mouse. It was mouse yep. and keyboard. Yep. Um, but Knights oh, of the Old man. Republic was very much a PC game. I mm-hmm. think I had it on. I had or I had a version of it on Xbox. Yep. Original Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, had I, for, I think I had it for, I think I may have had it for Xbox or at least I played it yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for super graphics, um, this is not your game. Mm. If you're looking for nostalgia feel, this might be your game. Yeah. It does it's, not translate well though. I saw the graphics I mean, and God, I we mean, used to consider that good. Great. Yeah. Like it is a, the crazy thing about it, man. Like it's definitely a nostalgia trip. Right. And this is back when Bioware, the company was great. This is before they were still part of EA and they were still doing a lot of things, man. But this is when they were in their niche of like, oh, oh that's right. That was an electronic games, arts game. It is, yeah. And Bioware, before they did fucking like the horrendous shit that they put out the last couple of years. Battle, Battlefront. Uh, yeah. No, not that was Battlefront. No, it was that. No, no, it was Dice. Dice with the Battlefront. It was um, they did like uh this game called Anthem, which was basically you know. It looked it looked good, but then it was very much a cash grab type of thing where it it was it wasn't all about it. They also put out another um, game, Mass Effect Andromeda, which was totally n- nothing like the original like trilogy that they made back during the Xbox 360 era. 
And so Bioware, this is what this is when they were really, really seen as a pristine AAA developer. They still kind of are in a certain regard, man, but like they definitely fell off in the last last generation or so. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm I'm super excited. It's always good to have uh, Switch is definitely the Switch has has been definitely looked at as like the nostalgia type of a uh, type of a console right now. The, a lot of their older stuff, specifically like you know Castlevania. Uh, even even so their Metroid older Metroid they've been going on to their Switch Switch devices which is cool it's great you know nice to have super excited about that and the one the one the biggest one thing that one big thing that I was super excited about was Bayonetta three that was awesome uh, yeah I'm that, a big uh, I can't say that I'm a no, I know much about the, the franchise no, but it's a very it's a very niche game <laughs> it's a very oh, very shit. niche game yeah it's a Japanese uh, it's made from platinum. Uh, uh, Platinum Studios, like the original creator, made like the Devil May Cry franchise, Resident Evil franchise, like that type of like lineage, right? And so Bayonetta, yeah, it had a very Res Evil kind of yeah, um, yeah. DOA it, kind of feel to yeah. it. It is a uh, the uh, the game. Uh, they toned it down. I will say That's they what toned, I heard they toned it down because like it's it's Nintendo, right? The the original Bayonetta one, even a little bit part of Bayonetta two. It was very risque. I mean, she does stripper moves for for dance attacks, of course. So <laughs> she no, she does uh, exotic dance moves. There you go. That's the that's the proper terminology. Exotic dance moves in order in order to uh, freaking conjure up demonic demons and kaiju's to fight against other freaking creatures. That's freaking awesome to see. I'm super excited about that. It's, they that will release in 2022. Hopefully by that time, I will get my own damn freaking switch and to play it. <laughs> uh but i'm just waiting i'm just waiting to get a switch i like guys i apologize like i know i should be playing all these freaking games and everything but like i'm like debating whether or not to get a pc a laptop or a switch well switch is inevitable but then like pc or laptop i'm still doing that i spent way too much freaking money at the trip so so here we go here we are man i'm uh, moving on i well, gotta say real well, quick before i forget talking about the nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia feel for yeah. nintendo they made a very surprise announcement, something that we've been waiting for since the first time oh, right. this service was revealed. Nintendo has an online service and allows you, you pay a one-time fee and I think it's 20 bucks a year. I actually pay for it. And I forgot how much I paid for it. But to be able to play stuff online, like, uh, like, a, like a Pokemon Unite, uh, uh, Animal Crossing, um, uh, anything that requires Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield, um, Mario Kart, uh, Smash Bros., anything that requires, again, requires you to go online, requires an online service. So you can connect to the, I think you can connect to the internet and do basic things online with, like, say, a Pokemon Sword and Shield or something like that. But you can't, mm. I don't believe you can, commingle with other online um people and at 20 bucks a year it's not bad at all but yeah. what the biggest selling point was for the online service was you had emulators online that allowed you to play snes or sorry nes and snes games yeah and everyone with again and then you right there in the nostalgic feels playing classic super mario playing paperboy duck hunt Mm. classic metroid um and so on and so forth mario kart on the snes was when are they going to finally announce the nintendo 64 well they did and that is going to be a, a more specific announcement about the um 
Nintendo Online Plus will be announced sometime next month. And it will include not only the Nintendo 64 JR, yeah. but it is going to include the Sega Genesis. Oh, that's right. That's including right. Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, and mm-hmm. uh, so much other. I believe they even advertise like Contra games, possibly yeah. Street Fighter. Uh, so really cool games that you get. never would have thought to associate with Nintendo. But people forget that Nintendo bought Sega probably yeah. about 10 years ago. Yeah. That's and right. uh, actually utilize some of its Dreamcast technology with the Wii U and the Wii mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, so the uh, a lot of Sega Genesis games. And that was a, that was a good innovated console back in the day. Yeah. Um, really took, because that was a, that was still a cartridge based console, but yeah. use a lot more video graphics, if that makes any sense. <laughs> oh, uh, dude. I just, I'm just thinking about back the old, like uh, the old, like, console wars back then i don't know if it was oh a, i don't know if it was sony or or sega but like sega can when nintendo don't like those type of oh freaking... yeah they used to do all kinds of stuff i remember i used to I get into battles stuff, with uh friends that liked playstation one and the <laughs> sega cd um would go like oh my gosh you could do so much more with a dvd or cd rom uh, in this case a cd rom than you can with a cartridge and all of us would be like that were big fans of the nintendo 64 but this was i was even still in high school too that's how big of a deal it was. Um, it's so funny that people associate Nintendo, the Nintendo uh, consoles with kids, meaning little kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, but people don't realize that the PlayStation 1 didn't, it had, was when I graduated high school in 1999, yeah. like the PlayStation 1 was maybe a year or two old. And even then, there was not a lot of t- titles on it. Grand yeah. Theft Auto, Tekken. And that really was about it. I mean, the original Gran yeah. Turismo was still about a year or so away. Yeah. Like they didn't really get super, like PlayStation didn't really get super big until like somewhere midway when they got like Tomb Raider. Like, yeah. Like, Tomb, like, Tomb Raider was the, big, was the yeah. big get. And that was uh, um, maybe it had been out for a couple of years, but yeah. Um, but it, it like it was just a different technology where they wanted to introduce like I just I remember that whole thing too where like Sony went to Nintendo and said hey let's do this this space thing we can do it we can collaborate all that stuff then Nintendo said now nah, fuck y'all you're doing our own thing and Nintendo's and Sony's like I bet we'll make our own console then then that's how they got into it and so that was that was just crazy to say man just uh uh yeah and then ever since that I remember I remember those console wars growing up oh in, my in gosh, high school that? PS2 era type of stuff PS3 and like that, well, that was fun and and now you're just old enough to buy all whatever the hell you want to <laughs> and just who cares as long as there's good games to it man yeah and, like uh, but, I, said, I can remember the PlayStation 2 Xbox um oh yeah now, and that's all we see now is Xbox yeah. versus PlayStation like, and the Nintendo's over here going like it's okay we're gonna count our billions you know, yeah whatever yeah yeah it's it's like it's, you can't get yeah. you can't get an Xbox for a PlayStation right now. <laughs> well, funny enough, I, I know I didn't add this on. Sony is still the fastest. Uh, the PS5 is the fastest on console in the uh, at the like at the I think the tail in the year or some shit, some crazy stuff like that. Even though like granted, it's all because of freaking scalpers, obviously. But like, so that was that was a crazy number to see. Uh, and also segueing into Sony related news. Yep. yep. Their uh, like we said before, their live stream came on I think a couple weeks ago now, and yeah, they. They've had a, a monthly a monthly live stream just saying, you know, sit, their state of play, figuring out what's going on, what's going down the pipeline. 
<clears throat> last last time we we talked about it, it was a whole death loop type of thing this one was actually a lot more a lot more one more meat to the bones basically right and just like uh we said before about you know uh star wars knights of the old republic for switch a full-on freaking remake is being developed for the ps5 and pc i'm pretty sure and that surprise i had i mean they freaking kicked off the doors by saying hey the light shoe started hey we're gonna do, we're doing uh we're doing swotor uh we're doing star wars kotor but then it's a it's a full-on remake with this different studio we have which have some of the old bioware guys that made the original games i'm like what let's freaking go dude like oh dude i was super excited i cannot wait i can play best i can see bastille again i can see all my freaking uh i can see dark revit i can see all my old favorite characters man i'm super excited for that one that came out brand uh it did have some lulls because it's gonna it's gonna happen like that it was like an hour and a half i think a full like an, either like an hour hour and a half to just games and a lot of those a lot of that stuff was games we already knew and saw like it had death loop in there it had um it had this very interesting uh japanese game i forgot the name of <laughs> where it, it featured a very buxom uh girl which a lot of interesting camera angles i guess i'm like okay they had forspoken which is a that was a great trailer to see it was a, it was a uh, square enix game that looked really freaking cool at grand Turismo 7 and then the big ones came out i'm talking about like all right you know, you guys, we made you guys wait for about 30 minutes. Here's the next, the next 20 or 30 minutes is just full on haymakers. Spider Man 2 reveal. That the was, guy, oh, that was a shocker. Oh, man. I'm like, dude, y'all just got, like, don't you guys ever take freaking breaks? Right. What are you doing, Insomniac? They, they showed a full on reveal. They showed Miles. They showed Peter. They, we, I, I'm pretty sure we heard Craven and then we saw freaking Venom. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. I'm in. Uh, but before that, another trailer came out, which this one freaking would trip me out. Wolverine. They yeah, I did not Wolverine. see that coming. And that's also, if I'm not mistaken, coming from Insom- Insomnia. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Take a break, guys. Take a freaking break. They made they made what? Spider-Man 1. They made Spider-Man 1 that came out in 2018. 2018. They, 2018, like the literally the end of 2018. Then they made Miles Morales. Then they made, um they uh, they were also developing, um, uh, Ratchet and Clank were through time, right? Three games in like the span of four years, and then they're in development for two more games. And both of them slated, I believe. Uh, I think Wolverine is slated for it's next TBA. year, and it's TBA. It's, okay. I, I think right. yeah, I mean, Wolverine was TBA, uh, Spider Man definitely being a little bit more un, uh, mm-hmm. reasonable. It is a 2023 release fine it's fine uh, which is fine get it done Take i time. still have not even beaten miles morales yet i beat bro i beat spider-man fine. as a matter of fact i i prolonged beating spider-man one because i didn't want it to end it was probably one of the greatest games i ever played i mean i honestly will say that the original spider-man game and miles morales is fantastic yeah um but spider-man for the playstation four yeah, yeah. um i'll say it easily probably in my top five favorite and, and i would rate it as one of the top five greatest games of all time it's it's um, most likely it's definitely for me probably the best near near the top three top two the best like comic book adaptation video games oh absolutely of all time. yeah it's like that and like uh arkham asylum the very first batman game right it, they're up there for me uh like people still love deadpool but then like the devil came was kind of freaking hella zany 
and then the people yeah. loved i loved um wolverine uh origins which is the bloody the bloody version that came out of that came out with the with the movie but that was still kind of like eh. i'm hoping that the i'm hoping that the wolverine game that's coming out from insomniac granted that like they might kind of cut back on some of the decapitations and slaughtering Aww. stuff which sucks but then i'm it's insomniac and they'll be faithful and that's what i'll know they'll be faithful and so just take your time insomniac did have uh did i think have a second team they just made a second team and so i think they're developing wolverine but like i'm dude dude i am super excited that means like what else can they do what else can insomniac do just i'm i'm freaking hoping that marvel that or or disney and marvel just like continue to look at sony and say hey let's just freaking work together here's everything and just make everything fucking right <laughs> right as much as i got as much as i try to respect marvel avengers it's it, it, for me it would probably would have been done better if you give it a song yeah <laughs> on it oh absolutely i know that mm. i think uh, from um uh one of the the things that i've read about that deal was um that they it was i think it was i don't think it was supposed to um be in within something because there was definitely supposed to be a tie-in with the spider-man game and yeah. that that there was going to be a crossover which there technically still is there is a Spider-Man that is supposed to appear in the Marvel's Avengers game. I think it's not coming until January. Um, they just released a bunch of the Mar- the MCU skins. I think Cap- yeah. uh, uh, Black Panther came out last month. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, I haven't played it in a while. Um, yeah. I got to clean off my desk over here, but <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, um, yeah, I think that, I think Sonic was supposed to to do the the Avengers game and yeah. um, it he, ended up being he, he, yeah, dude. Just uh, I mean, I'm I'm hoping they come out. Yeah, I'm hoping they do a Venom. Oh, oh gosh, it's I, I can like, imagine it's 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 probably sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's that probably way. inevitable that yeah. they are going to I, do a Venom with the Cage run. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be so sick inside this Marvel, no, inside this uh Sony uh universe that that everyone's going oh, through. Yeah. Where like not everyone is like granted like, you know, Eddie Brock isn't Venom. Spoiler alert, guys. You know, sorry if you haven't played the, the Spider-Man, the PlayStation Sony Spider-Man games. Eddie Brock is not going to be Venom. That we know right now because supposedly the Venom symbiote is is going to be in Harry, which is uh, is uh, Peter Parker's friend. And as well as like other characters that come involved. Like, dude, I just, this is freaking cool. I, I love it. I'm super excited for it. Cannot wait for it. Glad I got a PS5. And I, bro, I'm telling you, I got to bring over my PS5 and you got to play Miles on PS5. Because they definitely, I've seen gameplay for it on PS4. They definitely looked at the PS5 first and say, we'll do it here. And they cut off a lot of stuff for the PS4 version. I'm and you know. again, I, I bought uh, my copy of Miles Morales on, um, PS4, on Amazon. Yeah. And it does come with the, uh, the PlayStation 5 download. Um, yeah. I'm probably still about another year away from owning a PlayStation 5. It might be two years. I don't think my wife's going to be honest with you. You might be two years until, to be honest with you. Well, just based on probably availability, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, but no, Last Spider-Man, thing. Spider-Man yeah, Two reveal looks great. Wolverine yeah. was shocking. I think the people are going to be. Uh, I, I, I'm curious as to what the storyline is. If if it's just going to be because it very it has very much like an old man Logan kind of mm-hmm. feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to see uh, Wolvie suit up in the classic blue and yellow um or whatnot and it's gonna because happen. it's being done by insomniac 
it's going to happen. Is it going to be open world? Where is Wolverine going to be based? Is it mm. just going to follow them? Are we going to see other X Men? Um, all that's probably will yeah. be revealed down the road. And this is again, this is a TBA game, so that means they're probably in the early stages of uh, of the game development. So, uh, one last th- big video game bit of news. This was from about a week or so ago. Um, this is a God of War Ragnarok. Uh, yep. It'll have a 2022 release, and of course, uh, we've learned in years uh, past that Ragnarok means the end of all things. Yep. And well, when you got a sh- when you got a name of a title, when you got the name of, uh, of a show, a uh, video game called God of War, it's only inevitable that the end yeah. of all things is right uh, around the corner. So, Jr., dude. you know more about this franchise uh, than I do. Uh, Tell I me a bit about God of War so... Ragnarok. Oh my gosh, bro! I love it so much. For those who, have, for those who've been, I've been rocking a PlayStation for a very long time, and so like, when God of War came out during the PS2 era, right? I was in, I was definitely interested since then, right? I knew, yeah. I knew, I know nearly all the freaking directors for every one of them. I'm pretty sure there's only three: Corey Balrog, er, uh, Jaffe, and um, the current one. Oh my gosh, he's doing, he's doing this right now. I just forgot his name. His name escaped me. <clears throat> but um. Yeah, the God of War franchise was freaking beautiful. I love it. It originally is a Greek. It went from the Greek pantheon until God of War Ascension. Technically, the yeah, the so. uh, yeah the technically the last the last God of War was God of War Ascension that had the Greek era. But then the last like main iteration of God of War was God of War three, right? And then from that point, we had this huge time skip to God of War. Right, that came out in 2018 as well, 2017, 2018, and then that's when we have uh, when we have Kratos, the god of war. Uh, he is now in a Norse setting with a son, and uh, and he's with and he's fighting and he's not fighting. That's a that's a spoilery word to say, but he is in contact with a lot of the Norse mythology gods, and so it's a beautiful series. The, the series is just as brutal. <clears throat> well, nearly just as brutal. The this the acting is supreme, dude. It it they're doing a lot of crazy things with the game. Like like you never the camera never pans out for anything else. You're yeah. always on Kratos' back. Or if the camera does pan out, it's for like a cinematic view. It goes back to you. Never they never there's never a cut in the game. Never a cut screen in the game. That's fucking amazing to see. Uh, they really Kratos is a much more well is a much more well rendered character. In this in this uh, franchise, because he's a father again, and that he's looking after his kid, and dude, I gotta say that it's, it's different, bro. The first the the I I feel like the God of War, uh, soft reboot came out in twenty eighteen. Is this it's just hits different. It's a different type of feel for one who's been growing up with the with the franchise. Like it's, it hits us in an age where like all right, cool. We we God of War the first trilogy was about rage and anger and trying to have revenge. This one is like. All right, you're dead now. <laughs> Here you go. Try to how do you how do you become how do you try to inst- try to leave your old past behind? You know, you know, basically still as a god, but at the same time raise a boy to be a man in a in a north setting where everything's trying to kill you, right? And so like just that type of thing, dude. Everything hit different. It was a much more well, it's a better well rounded story. Ragnarok came out. It looks super beautiful. It looks super good, man. It looks really freaking good. Uh, the events from the from the Pratt from the past game you see immediately because you see you see a bunch of people that you know, that wanted to wanted to see you dead. Now they're there. 
Thor is in this in this one as well. I don't I don't think you've seen that one yet, but like Thor, they're trying to do a lot more like accurate depictions of like Norse. More of the Norse side, yeah. Yeah. If you if you see Thor, right? If you if anybody have seen Thor in God of War Ragnarok, like the pictures they put out, right? It's does he looks nothing like Crimsonworth. Nothing. Or any iteration of the of Thor that has come out in the last, you know, since Marvel. I'm talking about red hair, beer gut belly, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, tattoos everywhere. And he is like, he has a full on, like, you know, like full on goatee, like full on, you know, uh, mustache. And he is the depiction of like that was that uh, of Thor that is said to be, you know, this drunkard, angry person that's just vengeful in the in in Norse mythology. So they're going for that route. And I freaking love it. He looks more like a strong man than he does Chris Hemsworth. That's all I got to say. And it, look, it looks good. It looks freaking good, man. I, I am super excited for this game. Comes out in 2022. It was supposed to, it was supposed to come out this, uh, this year, but they pushed it back, which I'm now cool with. Come on. You guys know me. Cyberpunk. <laughs> push oh. back your shit. Push back your games so you could do good. So you could do justice for them. I don't care. I don't care how long it takes. Sure. Maybe, you know, if, if you go from like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to come out next year. Oh, oh wait, it'll come out four years from now. Like that stuff, stuff I'll have thing I'll have a problem with. But like these guys, they said it was supposed to come like November or or September of this year. And they're pushing it a little bit to March. So cool. Hey, man, take your time. Pause whatever you need to do and get this game out. Because this is definitely this was one of the games of the generation last go around. Right. God of War. And so I'm. I'm like, hey, uh, Insomniac, um, Sonic, uh, uh, PlayStation, Sonomatica, they have my good graces on anything. Just do, just do what you need to do. That's that's all I can say about that. Super excited about those game guys. Um, and I will say, let us let, let me know in the comments what games you're excited for. You know, if you, if you think I'm off base about some of these games, if you think I'm on base for some of these games, let me know, guys. Message me, uh, message me at my my Instagram, all that stuff. You know where to find me. So, but yeah, I was super excited about that. That dude. would be so. also not Jared Collins forty two on Instagram. If you want to hit slide yes, in DMs, um, but yeah, let us know in the comments below what you thought of these two events. What are you most excited for? Um, do you think? Here's the big question: Do you think with the Nintendo Switch adding in sixty four, are they going to go, uh, be adding non Nintendo related titles? to their um to their loop and i know that with the nes and the snes release it seems like they played with it a little bit but yeah. i'm telling you right now what we really cool the play on the switch on a nintendo 64 emulator goldeneye and so oh, yeah. we will have to wait and see that was not advertised <laughs> yeah. as one of the games to be released but two of my all-time favorite games to ever that i ever i've ever played yeah. um is on the Nintendo 64, Goldeneye and uh, WWF No Mercy. Yeah, um, yeah, considered yeah. to be one of the considered to be the greatest wrestling game yep. of all time. Uh, was so, a quick question: Was Perfect Dark on on NC4 as well? I'm pretty sure it was. Perfect Dark, yes, because Perfect Dark was made from the same company that did Goldeneye. Yeah, it was before they. It was before Perfect Dark. The franchise got bought out by Microsoft. Yeah, like some. I'm, I don't know if Perfect Dark can be on N64, but that'd be awesome to see because I love that game. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But I do know mm -hmm. the big, the big, big, big marketing push for the Nintendo 64 add-on. Mind you, no price has been added. It will be an additional cost if you already have the twenty dollar a year. Uh, uh, 
Nintendo online service, it's going to be an add-on. You're going to have to buy either a different tier or like a little, like a $5 add-on or whatever it is. Um, yeah. Nintendo has not announced that. They have not announced a release date. They have not released the entire list of video games, but they have released is pretty much their games of what they own. Um, the Nintendo, I think it's uh, Mario Kart 64, Mario 64, uh, I think it was like Mario Party 64, like a lot of those Mario Nintendo 64 game Obviously, titles. Yeah. But the big one that was announced that will be available at launch will be Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Arguably one of, if not the greatest Zelda game of all time. Breath of the Wild game. might yeah. have give it a run for its money. Um, <laughs> it, which is because it's so visually general. stunning and it's open yeah. world. But yeah. Ocarina of Time took Legend of Zelda to a whole new level. And yeah. had it not been for Ocarina of Time and what they accomplished with that game, mm-hmm. we don't have Breath of the Wild. We don't have it. To be honest with you, if we don't have Ocarina of Time, we don't have a lot of games. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're talking about a first, like one of the first 3D uh 3d zeldas that had like the a certain sense of like open world even though i think uh, even though super mario i think mario 3d was technically the first like 3d game in that sense yeah bro if it wasn't for ocarina of time a lot of these games right just in general would not have been made if it wasn't for that game so again it's it's like top five all time of all games that's, that's a big that's like, time oh, is, is definitely it's up there yeah like I, I i do like just really be thinking about even though I'm like i'm a huge sony fan like if you if you give me a list of top one through 20 top 20 of games of all time majority of that's gonna be microsoft no no majority of that's gonna in the microsoft is gonna be uh, nintendo nintendo easily it's so you can't you can't you can't you can't combat with that that would be like uh that would be like trying to i don't know be in the truck game business and go against and yeah. try to dem- dismantle what like Ford F one fifties. You can't. That's the that's the mainstay of the market. So uh, same thing with Nintendo, truck. dude. <laughs> <laughs> same here. Um, moving right along to um, trailers and announcements. Part mm-hmm. of that Nintendo announcement was, and if you've been sleeping under a rock, you probably missed this is they brought in uh, Shiguro Miyamoto, yeah, Miyamoto. Um, the on. legendary game developer for Mo- for the Mario franchise, if I'm not mistaken. For like fra- Mario, Zelda, Super Mario Party, a bunch of games. Dude, but I mean, like the, the, the Nintendo mainstay is kind of yeah. Zelda. Announced the, man that- saved, the man who saved Nintendo. The man who saved Nintendo, basically. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, announced that a full-length feature animated movie about Mario is being released December of next year in North America. Regions, other uh, regions have not had a release date, but this is a huge get. It's a fully, again, it's a full animated feature. So we're talking nine, at least ninety minutes, fully animated. We don't know what of what style. Um, I'm hoping for like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show animated side like that kind of animation but we'll wait and see um big names massive names some good some questionable some (laughs) have some fans going really interesting but let's take a look at the cast 
playing the big shoes under the red hat. Chris Pratt is Mario. That's one of the ones that people go like. Interesting. Interesting. Um, especially considering that Charles Marinette, I hope I said that, uh, who is the original, the, ha ha, it's a yep. me, Mario. The original voice of Mario is in the movie, not mm-hmm. playing Mario. Yeah. Um, Anna Taylor Joy, of course, you know her from the uh, the Queen. Was it the Queen's Ransom? Gambit. Um, Queen's Gambit. She, Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Yep. As well as she played Magic perfectly in the New yeah. Mutants, at least mm-hmm. look wise. Lo- loved her. Um, I still have yet to see the movie. I want to see it. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, she's playing Pr- Princess Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi. Now, <laughs> Charlie Day, super interesting, might be <laughs> Italian. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. But you have two. And again, Chris Pratt. If you're Italian, I'm. I I eat my <laughs> I eat my shoes. Um, <laughs> but you have two historically, two of the biggest video game characters of all time. Yep. Two of the probably the, the, the godfathers of video games, Mario and Luigi. Mostly Mario, but Mario, let's give you Luigi. Okay. And neither one of them are being voiced by an Italian actor. I mean, he doesn't he, they have a... to be. No. no, but they are marketed as two Italian plumbers. Plumbers, yeah. It's not we're People go, oh, you're just assuming because they, you know, they're from New York. And I'm like, okay, based on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, yes, they were plumbers from New York. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. We don't know what their official storyline is of how they ended up in Mushroom yeah. Land and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> they're two Italian plumbers. At this point, sure, yeah, they're two, but at the same time, it doesn't really matter because I, of how like their their long stay, like how long they've been in the game, and. I just think it was interesting for like just to have Charlie Day in it because if you if you for people who don't know Charlie Day is the guy from uh is always sunny it's always sunny in Philadelphia right if you ever seen a meme where like it's like a guy pointing at like uh at like behind them with like all these like uh like like the um, conspiracy theories type of thing yeah right that's him <laughs> that's the guy the meme right the face there that's him and so it was it was an interesting choice to say the least I'll I'll give it a chance still because like. Absolutely, it's Mario yeah. Party game. It's Mario Party game, uh, and for uh, another person who was going on there, Jack Black as Bowser. That I liked. Yeah, that's interesting because it's Jack Black. So Jack I Black would... can play devious, but Bowser, maybe he, Bowser is a dark character, hmm. but needs to have a little levity. Almost. I, I, I mean, Jack Black is an actor. To, like bro when he was in juma i gotta say it though when he's in jumanji the first one he's able to play very a, a uh a, your typical high school white girl quote unquote right oh yeah and then as as like but still himself like he the man has chops the man has acting chops for days and i freaking love him and i love him for that seth rogan though seth rogan is donkey kong how you feel I'm about that it. i mean interesting i mean i i'm always gonna think of seth rogan though as freaking you know as um as not Bob the Builder, who's the other one? He was a uh, he was Seth Rogen was what's his name? Wasn't it? He was in a uh um something Wreck-It Ralph. Was it him? Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah, I think so. He's not Wreck-It Ralph. 
Who was Rick or Ralph? Who was Rick no, Ralph in that one? That's Rick or Ralph is um oh my gosh, I completely forgot his name. He's he's shaking bake from freaking he's Will Ferrell's buddy. Oh yeah, him? Yeah, that's Rick. that's that's uh I'm trying What's to think though. I think I'm trying to think of Seth Rogen is actually in Wreck It Ralph though. I'm trying to think of. Oh that. yeah, John C. Riley is Wreck. John C. Riley yeah. is is uh, is yeah. Ralph. Yeah. Um, he was. I, I think, think Seth Rogen Ralph. actually is a voice actor in Wreck It Ralph. I think he plays I think like so too. Yeah. Like a gumdrop or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Um. We mentioned Chuck, uh, Chuck Seth Rogen's playing Donkey Chuck. Kong. There is uh, also a Spike who is bowser's son i think and yeah. people are thinking that was charles martinet uh yeah. who plays of course the original mario voice um there's a possibility that he will be doing the voice of wario which is like yeah. mario's evil doppelganger uh that again that comes out christmas of 2022 should be a lot of fun yeah i do see that possibly being one of the first animated movies yeah. that the asylum Maybe goes to go see. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will be because, uh, because uh, for those who don't know, I'm after I, I put it on on the actual like list. No, the, the, the people the people who are actually making this is Illumination Studios. Oh, it's that's the same right. Pe- it's the same people that made this movie me franchise, like the Secret Life of Pets. Like, and they and they're doing Sing right. They're, Sing two trailer came out like a couple yeah, a couple, couple, couple of weeks ago. ago. Yeah, so these are the same. These guys have a pretty decent pedigree of like animation. And so they're. I'm definitely looking forward to. It. If you made Despicable Me, uh, uh, if you made Despicable Me and even Secret Life of Pets, dude, yeah, I'm so pretty sure one you're, you're going to that That's the animation style that we're going to get. Yeah, which is fine, which is good, which is, I'm cool with, man. All right, well, wait and see it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moving right along, a uh, movie that I was looking forward to, but the trailer to me fell flat. Uh-huh. In my opinion is the mm-hmm. Matrix Resurrections. Uh, the official trailer de- debuted a probably a little over about two weeks ago, um, right when JR went on vacation. Of mm. course, Lana Wachowski, uh, which I believe is the sister Director. of the Wachowski brothers. No, no, it is the Wachowski. It, the, both the Wachowskis transitioned into, into women. And Lana, Lana Wachowski was once... Um, oh, I apologize. Forgot the name, forgot the name. But yeah, it's... Uh, uh, they, they, they transitioned. Yeah, they both them transition. It was for I think it was first Lana and then and then the and then the other one. Let's okay, so I apologize. Don't want to sound. Don't send send your hate tweets to at Boys of Reason twenty three. Uh, uh, Lana Wachowski I, again. I I died on this franchise after the second movie. Yeah. Um, back to direct the movie. Uh, I would assume co wrote as well. Uh, I think so too. Maybe. Uh, the movie does star Keanu Reeves and Carrie on yeah. Moss. Absolutely loved. I, that was one of my favorite things was seeing Carrie on Ma, Carrie Ann Moss uh, on the yeah. big screen because I just got done watching. Uh, I'm still finishing uh, the Punisher season two, which is a lot better than I remember seeing it the first time. But Carrie Ann Moss, of course, played um, the oh my gosh uh, Jerry Hogarth from yeah. the Marvel universe brilliantly and absolutely loved her in the the show uh stunningly beautiful uh the the acting chops on her is she's one of those actors to me i'll i'll dare i say it yeah the way she performed in the mar the marvel netflix shows 
is on par with 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 Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. She is that big of a star because you got to think these Matrix movies were gigantic. Oh, absolutely. Matrix One is you will put that alongside movies like Abyss, movies like um, uh, goodness gracious the 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 oh the um, which one the Christopher Nolan uh, weird oh, Inception Inception um, yeah Matrix. I mean, is yeah. on that par reason being because they revolutionize the industry yeah. of filmmaking. Yep. You don't make abyss. You don't make Terminator two. You don't make insurrection. You don't get to make, uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Instruct. Yeah. Is I say right? Insurrection. Uh, yeah. The for matrix. No, 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 no. The movie, um, uh, with, uh, with Christopher Nolan inception. I'm sorry. Inception. inception. You yeah. don't make inception. You don't make movies like Dr. Strange yep. and, spider-man movies that have used that kind of and then you don't make matrix you really don't do a lot of modern action movies yep. the 3d computer graphics um i mean the they, they i know a lot we, we used to joke around I, my brother and i used to play smash brothers in mm -hmm. slow motion and play the matrix soundtrack um because you would do like you'd have donkey kong do and doing like the yeah. backflip and stuff like that. so really truly you want to blame Zack Snyder for his stupid slow mos? Which oh, was not, I, I sorry. Mean, ah. Was it what was it was it Zack for the slow mos or was it or was it um Zack Snyder does the slow mos in freaking Justice League? The Zack, the Zack Snyder. Uh, I was thinking of freaking the other one. Um anyone uh, who has ever done yeah. a <laughs> who's a, who did who did the bad boys? Who did the bad boys again? Bad boys? Oh, Shit. yeah see transformers that guy i'm thinking of that guy michael bay michael bay yeah <laughs> uh, no great oh. point michael bay there's a there uh the scene in transformers one where optimus prime is jumping over the the, the pretty girl um, yeah and it's she's like ah. yeah yeah they, they, thank you wachowski brothers wachowski sisters <laughs> whatever you want to be called now. um yeah. but no i will give you Again, those three movies, in my opinion, mm. Star Wars was amazing too. Star Trek, amazing. Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane, amazing, all in their own right. Mm. Bridge over River Kwai, Godfather, yeah. But a, from a, from a visual standpoint, from a from a computer graphics, from a from a CGI, from a modern filmmaking, yeah. You don't make Star Wars, you don't have Abyss. You don't have Abyss, you don't have Terminator 2. Um, you don't have any movie in the 90s without Terminator 2. Mm -hmm. You don't have a lot of movies in the 2000s without um, uh, without The Matrix. Yeah, and, and really and truly, Inception, from a storytelling standpoint and from a visual standpoint, it's one of the one of the many reasons why I think Doctor Strange is a completely underrated Marvel movie is because of its use of of a lot of what Christopher Nolan used in a lot of his movies, most specifically yeah. Inception. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, outside of that, <laughs> three, two, three, and four. I don't know, maybe we haven't seen four yet, but two and three. Come on, Jar. Storytelling wise, a little weak in the I Matrix. Mean, it was. 
I felt like if I would love to talk about, I would love to break down the Matrix series. We could do a Matrix. We could do it because uh, yeah, I, I would the same way. I would feel, I feel very much the same way in the sense of like when I first saw it, Matrix One would blew everything out of the water. It was oh, yeah. it was a very genre, not just genre defying movie, but like just overall, it it was one of the movies that like totally tilted everything of movie making that you know that franchise. Like without that without that franchise, I I, I don't see a lot of like sci fi s very much action oriented movies getting made. Absolutely, but at the same time, the philosoph- the very much the philosophical standpoint of trying to engage all these different threads, right? How a lot of uh, how a lot of Eastern influences were into it, were into the mythology of the Matrix. How how this whole concept of bridging the one or the person to help you know shelter shutter out this uh, this mainstay of uh, this uh, uh, this world basically to get people to open their eyes. Just a lot of metaphors, a lot of like oh, metaphor, yeah. high level stuff in the sense of like getting you to look at yourself. Like, what are you really talking about? And as well as just like, just, just they're on a different level back in the day, very much on, on a different level back in the day. And yeah. And in comparison to like two and three, I felt like people were, people were more focused on one and the ideals behind one than they were about two and three and two and three were very much superhero movies. Right, they were the superhero yeah. entries into a Philip from uh, even though people were thinking about more of the philosophical standpoint. And granted, like I, I, I saw the progression to it now, seeing it now, right? I understand. Like, how are you supposed to come off that? Is how are you supposed to come off Matrix One? And yeah. you basically just tell the story of Zion. Like it, it I remember watching the I remember watching the Matrix uh, trilogies again when I was still a Christian. Right, I was still just trying to. Well, I was discovering Christianity, and how it resonated, how it resonated with me of like you know going back to Zion, the captures going back to Zion, the captives you know take the captives back to Zion to you know free themselves, and but then had a lot of Eastern influences of uh, of Taoism and and um, and Zen and all that, and I'm like they're bridging so many things together about just religion in the sense of like trying to trying to do away with you know the our electronic world in 2005 and how now looking back at it now we are super connected to the matrix now and i feel like the matrix 4 is going to be a commentary of like how we are unwilling to disconnect from our matrix i'm hoping they get back to the philosophical standpoints because i felt like that was like it to me or like how how unaware are how how much of our lives are just dedicated to this right how much of our lives specifically in in coronavirus in coronavirus time in covid are we so disconnected are so we are we so connected to like youtube Instagram, oh absolutely the matrix and that's what i was looking at dude i'm i i'm super excited i'm super um uh, i'm super pumped to see that they're hopefully they're going back to the more philosophical standpoints of like you know what's well like whole religion versus spirit type of thing i'm not uh, re- spirit versus technology type of thing and so that i'm super excited for that for me personally and 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 i think what what was kind of disconnecting about <clears throat> it was the matrix was one of those big blockbuster indie movies Mm. really and truly at its core the matrix story 
and the and and the marketing behind it was it's an indie film, but it had a relatively blockbustery budget um, to pull off what they did with two unknowns uh, writing and directing it. And then I think a lot of it too, it's why I'm very nervous for uh, a movie like Dr. Strain and to go Marvel to go with the multiverse of madness because Dr. Strange, though it had that big Disney budget, that big Marvel budget, that it still had, um, it was, I don't know how easy, I was going to say a very grounded movie for a movie that's about sorcerers and whatnot. Using a case of point. Mm. I love Iron Man 1. Down and dirty, uh, bust their ass to get this movie made kind of movie. Almost guerrilla style, I suppose. A good part, and then you oh, it did well. Here's a bigger budget, and mm. I almost kind of like the down and dirty of Iron Man one over Iron Man two. Yeah, Star Wars, A New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, down and gritty, um, guerrilla style uh, filmmaking by George Lucas and and whatnot, and then. Here's a billion dollars. Play with your computers and create the prequels and the sequels. Yeah, yeah. the sequels. I'll give JJ some credit. He tried and desperately tried to go back to the core. Yeah, and really bring back the heart of what made Star Wars um, so revolutionary for its time. And uh, I think that what bit Revolution and Reloaded. Um, was here's a here's a bunch of money here's 200 million dollars yeah go tell your your stupid matrix story yeah and though it still had that kind of indie-esque cast yeah um it it just it just felt too big and i think one of the great things about is you really look at the cast keanu reeves was the biggest name and keanu reeves was not a big name in 1999 i mean his biggest claim to fame was uh, uh, Point Break at that yeah. point. I mean, he did some other speed, stuff. But, speed. Speed. But yeah. still, Matrix was massive yeah. for him. Yeah, absolutely. Freaking um, right. Yeah, Point Break was I, a bit... I, I love yeah. Point Break. I think it's yeah. like, it's an underrated movie. The original. I, the new one was pure shit. Um, speed made him a household name. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, yeah, I, Matrix I yet, made him a megastar. Yeah. It was... I, I would definitely have to agree with you on that point where like it's this whole thing of like all right you have more money now right to play with yeah but at the same time one the one the best for me visually uh in the franchise was that the first one had just a lot of practical effects a lot yeah. of and, and the and the thing for about it too, visually yeah, stunning as it was yeah and the thing about it too is that when it did get to more cg type of stuff right like, let's say the it was the uh, the subway fight scene right with agent i forgot his name with the agent there and it was and like how he threw how he threw neo to a wall and started doing these thousand punches with him yeah that was believable because one you're in a cg related uh you're in a cg related you know simulation. reality yes yeah, he's reality right it, but then you have that in comparison you're in contrast with let's say reloaded right 
and you have you know cgi neo fighting off against hundreds of agent whatevers and it was just full-on cgi and with, with a little bit of with a little bit of mixed in with like short live actions type of stuff but yeah i i feel like the disparities between matrix one and two really did set off a really bad precedent for everything afterwards in that sense even though yeah. matrix one set up a great precedent for like action and cinematography and just oh, yeah. using f- proper philosophy in an action film we also got the whole like oh you can see jail whole freaking fight scene type of thing if you have the if you have the big budget and, and so and it also that, could be yeah. a wondering if the the aspect of hey can you, can you crank me out one of those mate another one of those matrix movies yeah. um and I think they forget that what, and the same thing for like, uh, use for another example, like the Blair Witch Project. What was so crazy about the Blair Witch Project was that it had this, the marketing behind it. You know, until I saw a documentary on it about 10 years ago, I still thought it was real, that it was a real documentary, but it was a faux documentary and it was marketed that way. And it used the infancy of the internet to market it as a, as a documentary and whatnot. And then they made Blair Witch 2. And it was just like, no, you, you, you missed out on what made the first movie so great. Um, and like I said, I always use, like I said, you just, you, you always screw up a franchise by making a sequel sometimes, but you can't have a franchise without having yeah. a sequel. Um, yeah. I think what took me out of the trailer too was the opening scene. I love Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's a fantastic actor. Um, doesn't doesn't get enough ju- enough uh, just dues, but the yeah. opening scene with him being there just kind of took me out of it. It just it's like something doesn't belong here. Um, I don't know. Again, yeah. I'm judging it based on a trailer, and we've seen some shit trailers in the movie ends up being great. We've seen some great trailers in the movie ends up being shit. Um, I didn't see Jada Pinkett Smith though, and I see you have her on the train. And then, of course, Jessica yeah. Henwick. Of course, you know her as. Uh, um, oh, A lot of my things. gosh, what's her name from from uh, Iron Iron Fist? Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, who, Fair of name. course, uh, was my my woman crush Wednesday about a mm-hmm. month ago. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Pri Priyanka Chopra, Chopra. Jonas. Yeah. Uh, who is a phenomenal actress? Of course, you know her from uh, what was the name of that that Quantico. Um, go. she's also been in a bunch of like i think she was in a um a cooking show oh she's been yeah she's been in a lot uh but of yeah. course she's narrated to nick jonas i think it was that's what she, she wouldn't be she shouldn't be famous for that but um interesting yeah. note coming out december oh it's, no, i'm sorry it's december 22nd this year i was thinking it was going to be next year as a day after mario but no it's coming out mm-hmm. this year on my daughter's birthday um and uh it will be available on hbo max or Paramount or HBO Max, HBO Max. Max. Which, by the way, I looked it up. Um, all three Matrix movies are available to watch and stream on HBO Max right now. If you want to play a little catch up before the movie comes out in December, um, did did it does it have what's his name coming back as uh, the no. agent? As oh no 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 I don't think so. Uh, um, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. No. I don't think so. It was so funny when I was coming it up. It sucks. We it always sucks. refer to him, Hugo Weaving's character, as Mr. Anderson. But he wasn't. Mr. Anderson was Neo's yeah. character in yeah. The Matrix, in the real, and yeah. the whatever. And he was just agent 
whatever. Um, but yeah, we always just refer to him as 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 remember my Mr. brother and I would we just couldn't Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Um uh, moving right along to our last bit of news here. Um, a sudden trailer drop came down about two, three weeks ago. Um, we did not see this one coming, but we were glad we, we we're glad we did. Um, yeah. hitting Disney Plus this November, just in time for Christmas, it's Hawkeye. Um, it is starting, of course, Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, the worst kept secret in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. uh, Vera from Farmiga, love her, and mm-hmm. Alakwa Cox, who is, of course, playing Echo, um, yep. has a brief snippet in the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. this, uh, of course, being teased because perfect timing, just in time for Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, so it's like a Hallmark Hallmark special. You know, it's mm. it's the Hallmark for for guys. I think we're gonna get Hawkeye this year. We're gonna get the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special next year. We've got the the new Hallmark Channel for guys. Well, for nerds, actually, not just for guys. For nerds is Disney mm. Plus. But uh, I right from the get go loved everything yeah. about this trailer. I love how they're marketing Hawkeye because they're like, okay, here we go, guys. He shoots arrows. Make them interesting for 10 episodes. How the hell do you do that? And they did. Um, noticeably absent, though, from the, uh, at least from the trailer, was um, Mrs. Hawkeye, Mrs. Runner. Um, played. She was in there. She was not, never in the trailer. You just see her kids around the table. You see the kids around the table. You do not see, uh, oh, what's her name? Yeah, I can't I think, think of her I, name right now. It wasn't she uh wasn't she on the phone? She, She's uh, on the like, phone, yes. Um and we see I, I, unless that's a different actress and they just pull and they splice that scene in to make it make you think that's the wife. She's on well, he's on the phone and says, um, yeah, I'll be home in a couple days, hon, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and I cannot for the life of me remember Lisa Cardinelli. Yeah, uh, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, because all I remember is that she is uh, the actress played um Scooby Doo. She played Velma, and like yeah, Velma she was Moore. also in Grandma's Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she was in. She got, of course, she got her start with a lot, a lot of other people in Slack. Oh, was it Slackers? No, no. What was the name of the show? It was a TV I don't show. Hmm. I'm gonna look it up now. Linda Cardellini. That's it. Linda Laura Barton. Linda yeah. Cardellini. Um, love her. Um, and um. What else was she all in? But nonetheless, uh, trailer opens up with them out to dinner with um, his kids. Talk about this is the first time in years that they've had uh, Christmas together. Of course, we know that his kids were snapped um, and were gone for five years. Mm. And um, yeah, uh, it goes through. They, they see someone dressed up as Ronan on TV. Hawkeye or Clinton Barton goes out to, to uh, um, do a little... Uh, investigating comes to find out it's Haley Stowell. It is Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little uh, montage, yada, yada, yada. I thought it looks pretty funny. A um, lot of cameos by uh, kind of fringe Marvel Hawkeye related <laughs> characters. Yeah. I'm hoping for a West Coast Avengers kind of reference because that's the last we've seen uh, of uh, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton in the comic books. It's been a couple of years. It's been about a year or so since we've seen them in comic book form. Mm. But uh, no, it was, it was a great little trailer. Um, we do see a glimpse of Echo. Of course, a character created in the comics, what, about 15 years ago? 
Yeah. The you see show. a lot of yeah. You see a lot of uh, a lot of the newer characters that have been made in the last well, yeah, 10, 15 years are gonna have appearances in, in the more recent Marvel MCU outings now. And so I'm not surprised that Echo's in it. I'm pretty sure she we won't be seeing the last of her. I'm I'm pretty sure they will make a a, a younger Avenger squad. Just just if I hear Echo, then I'm really I'm immediately gonna think a bunch of new age Avengers gonna come through. So yeah. So yeah, um looks great. And um I'm yeah. hoping that my, my computer, my mouse just locked up. So I'm hoping this isn't <laughs> a, a rehash of what happened last month. You're good. Um uh, you know, I know we joked around. It was the worst kept secret in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe that Haley Steinfeld was going to be playing Clint B- uh, Kate Bishop. Yep. Love her in it. She gets a chance to show some of her um, her comedy chops. Um, yeah. And we know that though there was no appearance by um, by uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. Uh, uh, what's her name? Puge from uh, from Black Widow. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah, her. Yeah. Uh, character just—I forgot her name. Via Pew's character, she's White Widow. She's technically gonna be White Widow, but uh, uh, Yelena, Yelena, Yelena Belova. Um, yeah. so we do know that she is going to appear, and I'm thank God my computer just unfroze. Um, <laughs> we do know that she is going to appear. Um, though we did not get to see her in the trailer. Um, we do know that there is um. We don't know for a fact what Vera Farmiga is going to play. Supposedly, she might play Kate Bishop's mother, who plays a villain in the comic books. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I'll have to just wait and see. What, what did you think of the trailer? I mean, um, I know we haven't had to really have a chance to talk about it since it came out. <laughs> you know, it's it looked fun. It looked good. I'm, I'm hoping it, it would be... It's looking like it is definitely a brevity type of... Um, it feels like more like a brevity type of series. I'm hoping it's going to be. Because it's, it's marketing off, it's being marketed, or to me, it looks like it's being marketed like a Christmas themed yeah. type of like series where it's near that time, which I hope it is, honestly, because through the roller coasters that we've had with the last three series. Yeah, like, we've, we've been in kind of a uh, um, uh, crazy, crazy mystery. I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a little bit more about like, yeah, cool. K Bishop is definitely a big fangirl for Clint Barton. I'm hoping that we see a little bit more of Yelena. I'm hoping we are having more of that, like, you know, Christmassy, you know, lighthearted, happy, fun with a little with little bits of of like levity. Well, you know, little bits of like seriousness type of thing in there. You trickle in there. But I for just from this trailer, right? It feels like we'll see Jamie Renner in his own now. And people forget Jamie Renner is a freaking well-renowned actor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Academy yeah. Award nominated actor. Mm-hmm. Um I will say this. Um, I'm anxious to see not only in this in this um, show, but also in um, in Spider Man Home, uh, Spider Man no, uh, no Way Home, if we're going to see the crossover that we so desperately want, and that of mm. course is in uh, Spider Man No Way Home. We talked about it in our previous breakdown uh, of that trailer um, last month, and you can check it out. Uh, on our YouTube channel or on our um, our audio on the uh, mm-hmm. wherever you download your podcast, um, the possibility of Charlie Cox's Daredevil slash Matt Murdock making his appearance. There is also talk that in this universe we are going to see not only Wade, I'm sorry, I'm not Wade Wilson, 
Wilson <laughs> Fisk. Well, Wayne Wilson, this would be pretty badass. Yeah. Um, and I got. I want to talk to you about that real quick before we get into our flex pools. Uh, yeah. There's talk that Wilson Fisk, aka Kingpin, played by none other than Vince, Vincent D'Onofrio, could be making his return as yes. either a soft reboot of the character yes. or using the multiverse. It is the Netflix version of the character. Um, it's a possibility. It's not confirmed. There's been no footage of Vincent D'Onofrio um, playing the character. Um, so it could be maybe a secret, like a, a, a um, like a uh, an Easter egg where they filmed it like on a, a sound stage or something like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm anxious for that. And you know what? At the end of the day, if he doesn't appear, I'm not going to feel ripped off or, 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 or jaded. Yeah. No. Um, but uh Super looking forward to, to Hawkeye. I know I say that on every single show, but like Jared mentioned, you know, we had WandaVision, which was a total mind trip. You had um, Falcon the Winter Soldier, which was a, a, a suspenseful kind of really and truly to, to sum it up, it is a, it is a sequel to Winter Soldier. It was a crime. Yeah. It was a, a political crime drama yep. um, rolled up in an action movie. Um, Loki was a kind of a thinking man's uh show very um very well written very well acted um and very much you know very matrixy esque you know you had to really pay attention to the details yeah. uh and uh, a lot of uh you know maybe some philosophical kind of um overtones oh, to it i mean especially with uh, he who he who remains Mm-hmm. Um, but now you have Hawkeye, and I think this is an opportunity to for us to kind of give that that family drama, that family comedy that we so desperately want around the holidays. I mean, this could be like the Christmas vacation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but I, I think it's going to bring something different. It is, looks obviously going to be kind of an actiony show, but I think it's going to be um, kind of a buddy cop. You know, I thought we were going to get that. So. I, I yeah. thought we were going to get that with Falcon the Winter Soldier, but we ended up getting kind of a a, a political drama. Yeah, um, a little more serious political drama. It did have, it, they did have its points, but like, yeah, specifically this one, it feels very much mentor, um, mentor and ward type of type of uh, type of vibe as well as like, yeah, it feels like buddy cop. It feels very much that sense. Now the bigger question for this going to be how are they on play how are they going to introduce kate bishop into not just the mcu but more so like what like what avengers squad is she going to be a full-on ward of clint barton is clint barton now going to like uh, you know going to like um show her to who uh, show her to whoever the hell is running uh running um shield or was not shield the the avengers initiative after this point right well like, it's kind who, of insinuated too that and I can't remember where they were, who talked about it, but it's kind of insinuated that right now the Avengers are no more. Um, and we've seen that. So let's go back to WandaVision. You had Wanda Maximoff, who, after the results of Infinity War and Endgame, um, is out in parts unknown trying to rip apart the multiverse. Doctor Strange is very much um, trying to keep the the fabric of our of our solar system of our of our planet 
uh, as the guardian of, of, of that uh, kind of uh, aspect um, kind of intact. Because um, like I said, from, from what we've seen in Spider-Man No Way Home, and one would have to assume in the early goings of the Multiverse of Madness is that Doctor Strange's intent was just to keep planet Earth safe. But there was no, the idea of the multiverse existed, but that did not exist, at yeah. least not in their minds. The only one that knows that the multiverse exists at this point is obviously Loki. Um, and I just tripped over something. Ah, crud. So you look at all the characters in in the uh, that would be Avengers, so to speak, um, mm. are no more. I mean, Spider-Man's doing, he's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Doctor Strange is doing his deal. Wanda's out in La La Land. Uh, in, in Falcon Winter Soldier, you have Falcon, is working for the uh, the Air Force, and yeah. um, uh, Bucky was uh, doing government issued um, hit jobs. Uh, no, well, yeah, no, he was like, doing yeah. um, government uh, recommended uh, therapy. Yeah. Um, so you look at all the, the quote unquote. I mean, it was, uh, Tony's dead. Steve's retired. Uh, Steve's on a moon somewhere. Mm. Um, Obviously, we know that, um, or at least we've got a hint at with, can we say that? Can we say spoiler alert? Mm, no, don't do we it. Know, don't let's do put it. it. We know what Bruce, let's say, we know what Bruce and um, um, Carol are doing. Yeah. Um, it's hinted at, that, well, obviously, we know that with Chad McBoseman's passing, Wakanda and the Black, you know, Black Panther and Shuri, you know, they're dealing with the passing of, yeah. of T'Challa. So it really is really, there is no Earth's Mightiest Heroes right now. There is no super team. So starts to beg to bring into question, A, what is S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm sorry, what is S.W.O.R.D. doing? Are they putting yeah. together the Fantastic Four? Are they putting together a team? What is Val doing? Is she putting together the Thunderbolts? Could she be doing the Dark Avengers? She, she, is she the one responsible for the Young Avengers? We don't know. We do know this for a fact so far that Valentina has John Walker and um, Yelena Belova. And yeah. one would have to assume that she would probably be going after Kate Bishop while, again, if you haven't seen Black Widow, spoiler alert, yeah. one would have to assume that with the with the with what we know at the end of Black Widow that Yelena is going after Clint. She wants to take out yeah. Clint Barton. So what Maybe team is Valentina yeah. putting together? Um, we don't know it's gonna be yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting to see i would <laughs> just thinking about the scenes between yelena and and kate it's just kind of funny to me already and having a uh super awkward super you know super serious freaking johnny walker in the background that's it's yeah. definitely gonna be weird interplay that's, that's gonna be another thing too is are we gonna just see because at this point now it has been we know now there's no what what version came first what was black widow was supposed to come first then falcon yeah. winter soldier yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. right now we know that valentina has spoken with john walker and yelena belova yeah are we gonna see john walker and hawkeye that's a great question um yeah. let us know in the comments below what you think what's gonna happen to hawkeye are you think we're gonna get um wilson fisk are we are we gonna get other are we gonna find out what valentina is after yeah, we'll find out on November twenty fourth. Um, yeah. Cannot wait. Real quick, one more thing that is coming out this week as we're recording this on October first. 
cannot wait. I have waited for nearly 14 years for this moment. The Many Saints of Newark. The prequel movie to The Sopranos, the greatest television show that was ever created. David Chase swore up and down he would never do a Sopranos movie. Instead, he's not giving us a quote-unquote Sopranos movie. He's giving us a prequel to The Sopranos, and it looks fantastic. You got, uh, of course, James Gandolfini's son playing young uh, Anthony Soprano. You have um, uh, Vera for uh, Vera for. Uh, Formaga or Formiga. Oh, God, I can't think of her name. Who's yeah. going to be in Hawkeye? Hmm. Yeah, she's Bear, playing. Bear yeah. yeah. Uh, John Bernthal's in this. Um, oh, my goodness. Just it looks like a great cast. Comes out this Friday. It's going to be on HBO Max. It is the prequel hmm. to uh, the, 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 the pre Sopranos movie. And um, I will be watching it Friday night if I don't have a football game. Um, mm-hmm. If not, I might watch it after the football game. Uh, but uh, JR Sopranos fan, yay, nay. Uh, I'm indifferent, <laughs> I'm indifferent. I never really, I it was because this was on HBO, I never really got into a lot of HBO uh material until until I got HBO, and that wasn't even that long ago, you know. So, like, yeah, probably it's, it's one of those things for me now looking at it. Like, if I get into it, I'll get into it. It's like when people try to suggest me friends. I'm not really a big friends fans either. So when they just when they suggest me that, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of uh you know a lot of episodes, a lot of things. And and yeah, cool. I get it, but it it has to be one of those things where I, if I felt if I feel like I can I I can uh get into it, I'll get into it eventually. So but I'm not in any rush at the moment. Let us know. You're a Sopranos fan, you're waiting for the many saints of New York. Let us know. Comments below. It is that time of the it's that time of the show again. As always, we end the show with a flex poll. Yeah, you said first. Okay, my, and um, can, I, can I do it with the... Yeah, I can do it with the background. We have an unboxing to do. I'm just to, just to piss JR off, I'm going to do this. Um, got, uh, got this Scarlet Witch from WandaVision. I've saved this. I've had this for over a month. I haven't opened it yet. Until now waited to do it with you guys and to be on the phone with jr so you can laugh at me if one of these is broken oh, this thing's heavy goodness gra- oh this is a gorgeous gorgeous freaking funko pop this is wanda in her full um dark hold she's got the dark hold there uh very much from the cut scene at the end of wandavision um she's gonna go right here next to agent uh to captain carter um which my kids have knocked over about 40 million times this was the one i wanted really truly i only wanted this funko for miss minute and um it's ravona renslayer and if you watch our um i don't even know if it made into the final cut but jr and i talked about that we absolutely love the actress who plays ravona renslayer um she is she's gonna be uh, jr's woman crush wednesday this week um so oh this one's actually this one's actually rubber banded in i don't know if i can get this one out don't break it kevin don't break it um yeah this one was kind of unique does this have a stand oh it does have a stand um so i have ravona renslayer in her tva judge 
outfit, so to speak. There you go, Ravona. She's gonna go right here in front of Wanda. Um, Yo. And Tina <sighs> pissed me we off. We got Miss that. Minute. There she is, Miss Minute. Gonna go right here next to Ravona. Of course, Ravona, uh, Miss Minute, uh, voiced by. Um, help me out, Jr. Ah, uh, was, was her she, name? Yeah, I forgot. She, she did, she's, she's done. She did. She's the one that does. Um, what she does? She's Ash Ketchum. I think so. No, no, no. no. Is she, it her? She played a lot of. Uh, she played a lot of a lot of people. She. I think she played Raven and Teen Titans. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can you can I can't think of her name now on top of my head, but you can get her. You can actually. And I thought about doing this for my daughter for her birthday. Is uh, yeah, she does Raven, and my kids love Teen Titans. Um, as I thought about going on Cameo and having her send my daughter a uh, a message on Cameo, so I might still do that. I don't know. I've never done those before. Let me know in the comments below if you've had any good or good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, Tara Strong, that's her name. Tara Strong, that's it. Now yes. I've debated about opening this one. This is um, T'Challa, Star-Lord. I'm not looking. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm I'm not going to open this yet. You guys let me know in the comments if I should open up that one. Because I actually have a Black Panther one that I haven't opened up yet. This one, I'm also debating on opening up. Because the person who sent this to me on um, sent it in a protective case. This is, I was missing this one. This is Venom Gwenpool. Um, This was a GameStop exclusive. Um... I think, I think Chick has her. It was opened up at the store. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, there it is, right there. She's got the cell phone. She's got the katana. She's got a drumstick. Um, Gwenpool as a venomite or a venom. That's just that is just frightening. We got one more. I have not done this one yet. I've not opened this one up from Target. Uh, I bought this one back in um god dang march i think um and what's it called i i bought this because i was buying the crud which ones did i buy that it was i bought a bunch of them on target be um I have a bunch of uh, um, Funkos on uh, on Target's website yeah. when they uh-huh. came out, and I needed one more to push it over for free shipping. So I said, "Screw it, why not this one?" And yet, it was funny in that order that I placed. I had one of the Funkos get canceled, and that was my um, Captain America Sam Wilson from Target, the Target exclusive. Uh, and then also this uh, today, I would have had more Funkos to unbox, but. Um, Amazon back ordered them. So I am missing uh, the four brand new um, Pokemon Funkos. Uh, I won't be getting till the end of the month, if not until next month. So this one comes by way of Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is the black suit Superman. Mm. Um, so I figured, why the hell not? Uh, on the back, you, it'll show you that the four Funkos that were available from this line. You have the black suit Superman, uh, which is a love one one thousand one hundred twenty three. 
1124 is Diana Prince in the uh, the white outfit. Um, and then you've got Desaad and Darkseed. I think I've mm. seen Darkseed actually at uh, Hot Topic. So if you're mm. a Funko fan. And just to irritate the hell out of JR. He loves that sound. The sound of Funko's being opened. There it is. Henry Cavill's black suit Superman. Um, I loved that storyline in uh, Superman Returns back in the 90s. Um, and I remember when I saw the black suit Superman in comic books, I was like, I cannot wait to see this on the big screen. And when I heard that Nicolas Cage, uh, and, there, and there's video footage, Nicolas Cage um, actually saw, did screen tests in a comic book accurate black suit as well as mullet. Um, I, I was like, maybe I can wait for uh, a uh, black suit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, there's my fun code, my flex pull, um, Ravona Renslayer, um, uh, Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, and Black Suit Superman, of course, as always, uh, as, as well as T'Challa Starlord. I'll probably open this later. And I still have not decided if I'm going to do the Gwen pull one because it's got this cool case in it. I don't know. JR's probably do like their Funkos. You don't open them. You're an idiot. Uh, what you got? I'm not saying anything. I know. I know. I just send the hate tweets at Voice of Reason 23. And there, by the way, if you can, if you know a good maid, um, preferably one that's French, um, JR is looking for a early Christmas present. Here's here's the thing. I I know you guys have seen. Okay, so for, we've for all seen the mess, JR. For those who don't watch, who, who are who have yet to watch the um, the video format of this, right? Every time I get off my screen, right, I usually have a screen that's something else. Every time I get off it, my room is just a complete mess. This right here was clean before I left. All of this was here was clean before I left. People want to know. You have a waterbed? No, I don't. Okay, it's the best. And uh, and since I came back, man, I just been lazy and all as well stuff. I've been just moving stuff around, reorganizing stuff, right? Like consistently, perpetually reorganizing the room with all the comics around. And so, like, yeah, it's just it's a mess. It's not gonna be a mess soon because I gotta I gotta clean this probably right after right after the, this recording. But yeah, I have a I bought a bunch of stuff, bro. I bought a bunch of stuff. It was I gotta say though. Uh, my money is, is my investment is going to really pay off hopefully and uh but yeah the first thing that i bought was actually not from the con was actually from um a pre-order from um sanctum sixorum they're out in philadelphia i think or in or indiana this one it is the uh the wife is filipino and so they have a lot of filipino themed like like books in their store where they get their own like they got their own exclusives right this is exclusive uh, for them, for this one just came out, Marvel Voices Identity Variant Edition One. Oh, it has the, has the oh, first, nice. has the first Filipino, uh, has the first Filipino um, uh, Captain America. Uh, Love it. Her name's Agbayani. Uh, but also from them, the Captain America, uh, United States Captain America Four. Right, I'm pretty sure I got a couple at the at the store as well. This one, these ones came out from the con, from the con. I got Monstrous, the third. The third printing, I think. A monstrous one. This one was a big get for me. Sandman, Morpheus. I forgot I put it in here, dude. If y'all people saw the Morpheus, uh, the the Morpheus, um, no, the Sandman Netflix 
a trailer that dropped, right? I forgot to add that into this one. It'll probably be in the next one. No, and uh, yeah, so uh, of course, uh, I think that there was an article I was reading, um, while I was hmm. doing some of my show prep. Uh, there was an article came out that I think it was from the let's see if I can find it, maybe I'll post like it. it. But there was like a, an article about, um, <clears throat> some kind of decision made with with uh sandman and why john i uh, was john constantine why he was uh recast in yeah. uh for the for the show but uh i i had it, it here and it is what it is it's fine this one i hope she can do right this is sandman uh I, I have one already but this is sandman i think issue four five no, issue eight there you go first death of the endless my favorite character my favorite my favorite version of death in in all of fiction and then this was a big hit for me right here. Oh, that's right. This was your, your... Yeah, Star Wars Canan, uh, Star Wars Canan, uh, the the last Padawan, I think. Yeah, issue number six has Sabine Ren, has Sabine Wren in it. So Sabine Wren is a um, I, I'm pretty sure we talked about it before. Sabine Wren is a uh, Mandalorian wh- who was part of this group here, this ragtag group, and then she goes back to actually help fight for Mandalore. You will see her in the upcoming Mandalorian series or whatever, uh, or whatever other series that come after that, spin off after that one. Now, oh, uh, what I was just say, um, Andor fi- finally wrapped production, so we're, so yeah. we, that's gonna be we're probably gonna see that early next year. Cool, and cool, I think, cool. um, uh, Book of Boba Fett, um, wrapped, just wrapped yeah. last week or the week before, so yeah, yeah, I'm hoping the CGC that I got back too. Oh, what did we get? What did we get? Okay, so I send this one in. I I have a uh, Negan Lives nine point eight right here, the gold variant, the one per store. I think yes, yeah, gold variant. This was a big one for me. Venom nine point eight, the one for five hundred. This is the uh, the one the Venom one fifty came out like three years ago. So. And no. that Negan Lives, that's that's just like that's maybe a year old, maybe yeah, yeah, a year yeah. and a half, two years, eh, maybe about a year and a half old. I will say this one hurt me. This next one, it's my only nine point six out of the whole thing. Ugh, this one hurt. Black Cat, Black Cat, J. Scott Campbell, like Chat Noir variant. I don't know how the hell it came up to nine point six, man. Nine point six are going for like thirteen hundred right now on the on the bay. Ugh, I can't believe it. I'm I'm probably either gonna crack it and re crack it open, uh, maybe press it. Get it all nice and clean, and maybe send it back in, and probably get it back in like in sometime in the next three years or something like that. Get but, a ten point Who knows? Hopefully, which and, does always. I, I was talking to my dad about that um, as we wrap mm-hmm. things up. Uh, mm-hmm. He asked if there's ever been if you if there's ever been a ten point and what 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 are like because he was I was trying to explain to him about grading because he asked me if I had gotten my Spider Man book back and I said no. And he goes what 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 how can you get a perfect 10? I said, you literally have to take it off the press and put it right mm-hmm. into a slab. Yeah. And he goes, is, is, does there, I said, yeah, they exist. Yeah. Um, and people do exactly that. Like they, they yeah. white glove it. They put it into a, either a top loader or put it into um, something like this. Like, uh, yeah. I like this and protect it and mm-hmm. ship it to CGC in, in, a, in, yeah. a, in a case like this. Um, this is majority, like a faux, yeah. CGC. Majority of the time, too, a lot of the 9.8s and 9.9s, too, they're, they're a lot of indie stuff, right? They're a lot of indie books because CGC, of course, hasn't been around 
for too long in comparison to the comic book industry. You, you'll never, you'll be hard pressed to find like a nine point anything of like anything past 1970s. I'm not saying you can't find them or anything before 1970s. I'm, I'm not saying you can't find them. It's that they're super hard. Oh, like, yeah. I, I mean, like, what was that? Uh, what was the, the first appearance of uh, Superman, right? Action Comics one. They went for a 9 that that Nick Cage had back way back when, right? It's like three, it was like three million dollars or something like that. Yeah, like three or four stupid. million dollars, right? And so, like, even that, I, that, I'm pretty sure there is maybe a higher Superman out there. I think I, I think I heard some news of like a nine point two or nine point four, but yo, that's impossible, right? It's impossible. I mean, you're talking about a, a book that's nearing a hundred years old. Yeah. So, um, so, anyways, um, hey, if you guys just, have any CGC stories, put us in the comments. <sighs> put it in the comments below. Let us know. Uh, about tough. your CGC stories, um, yep. whether they're stories or nightmares or whatever. Ooh, look at those bad boys. This one's my favorite Peach Momoko cover, dude. Well, one of them. Oh, Very nice. Venom. But yeah, definitely. I did okay. have a Peach Momoko from the Death of, uh, Death of Doctor Strange cover, which was mm-hmm. a really cool cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, let us know uh, in the comments below again, talking about CGCs, what... <laughs> uh, let us know what uh, what are your stories like. What are you hearing from CGC? Or do you have books uh, out there that are um, that are are being graded and you haven't seen mm-hmm. in about two years, like me? Um, let us know in the comments below. I'm still waiting for my Amazing Spider-Man number one twenty nine. We're hoping it'll be back here in time for Christmas. That's the optimistic uh, prediction by. Uh, by Javel and by Chick, mm-hmm. mostly for, by Javel because he's been in contact with CGC. But yeah. the good news is there's a lot of books that are coming back, um, starting to kind of trickle in a little bit more frequently. I actually mm-hmm. have two books out being um, being pressed right now. I have a um, cover A first uh, first issue of Transformers and My Little Pony signed by Tony Fleeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for that at that uh, always. Uh, um, trying to the, the highly obtained yellow bar um yeah. on the uh, cgc yep. so anyways i as a matter of fact you know, jr talked about um cracking open the book that's one of the things i'm trying to do is um i would love i have i think i have two copies right now of um of uh x-men number one uh, uncanny x-men number 141 yeah um mm-hmm. i have one i have one that's signed by chris claremont and a couple others and um i want to have want to keep one raw untouched and like well i might as well get that one yeah pressed but i'm like "Ah." yeah i wish that i could get like i i I wish i could have the autographed one the chris claremont one i wish that there was a way i know that i could send it to c what's the other one cbcs cbcs and they can use a uh they have people that go like, oh yeah, that's to verify. That, yeah. That's that they verify signatures. And I I just would love to have that thing uh slabbed so I can hang it up and stuff like that. But yeah. Ah well, well it is what it is. Who knows? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh hit us up on all of our social media. Uh again, me, Voice of Reason 23 on all social media platforms. JR, also not JR Comics 42 on Instagram. Mm. Hit us up, PS Comics I Love You on Facebook and Instagram, PS Comics I Love, the letter U on Twitter, and yep. uh, you want you're going to want to follow us on Twitter because there's a very good chance in the very near future that we're going to go live. We're going yeah. to do some live shows. 
And that's how you're going to, you can actually interact with the show um, via our Facebook page or our Twitter account. Um, And uh, we're just trying to figure out when and why we would go live, but um, we've got some new opportunities for us. uh, Thanks to uh, my good friend, Sean, for, uh, for giving Mm -hmm. me the access to that software. So, all right, guys, thank you so much. It is always uh, be nice, be a good, decent human being. Um, be kind to one another, wear your damn yep. masks. And oh, as yeah. always, JR, we say peace. peace.